0: Well, hello once again, everyone. We're going to be reading again from the Bruno Bauer most banned book of all time entitled Christianity Exposed. We left off last time at the bottom of page 39. We're beginning page 40. And a new chapter. are actually continuing the chapter previously. So we'll go ahead and get started on this book from 1843. The higher a religion stands, the greater it is envy and malice towards reason as well as towards the forms of religious awareness that preceded it. Further, a religion stands all the higher, the more it is advanced in its opposition towards reason, and the more obstinate and consequently exclusive it becomes toward the other religions. If it excludes all particularity, that is religion still attached to worldly interest, then it is the perfect pure religion, also the perfect religion with greatest jealousy protects documents from the other religion's documents that is itself drew up that itself drew up from which it draws the historical note of its foundation and divine right with terrible malice it praises and displays these documents as divine soul and absolutely perfect the word soul there s-o-l-e Other religions may decree death for infringing, insulting, or distorting their holy foundational books, but the Christian religion surpasses them all in malice and terror and its commandment that one find no kind of contradiction in its foundational book, the Bible. No contradiction with reality, history, nor reason nor the mutual contradictions in its own statements may be found. Above all else, no contradiction must be found in the overall harmony of the commandment of human sacrifice. Humans must primarily be strangled in lessons about God before religious... um, consciousness attains perfection so that every contradiction, even the most boring, the most disgusting and cruel, crudest can be seen as pure harmony and can be defended from reason. Page 41 begins a new chapter 5, Wickedness of Theological Apologetics. There has never been a worldly classical uh, literature to so classical that one nation such as the greek greeks succeeded in creating and establishing a model for which all other nations could set aside only weak and imperfect copies there is no classical writer so classical that he did not that he did not need a supplementation from another writer modernity has created and still creates literature that removes shortcomings, lifelessness, harshness and indolence characteristics that we nevertheless that are nevertheless particular to the reputed classical ideal that they compete against each other and learn from each other and deliver to each other form and matter so as to minimize their national defects and magnify the defects of their rivals. There's nothing that is exclusively classical. Beethoven is not the sole ruler in the realm of symphonies and quartets. He requires a supplementation that he finds in Hayden and Mozart and in those who came later. The true meaning of the idea of world literature is a critical revolt against the superstition that one single product or the literature of one single nation could have classical and exclusive meaning and independence. Recent criticism allocated the Bible to its proper place in the literature of humanity and gave the malice of theological apologetics. An impetus to summon up the last reserves of hypocrisy and Jesuitism in defense of its idol. In the last century, the malice of theology still revealed the dull violence of prejudice, which, top page 42, suppressed a verdict like a nightmare prior to a free critique of liberating a free critique a liberating critique was first applicable prior to the complete evidence was the uprising but this rebellion was morally ethically historically and thoroughly justified and such is worthy of eternal commemoration when blinding asked to hear an example of the contradictions in the Bible Lich Lieb said to blinding to whom he revealed the true face of Moses quote oh my dear brother excuse me oh my dear brother what a disgusting job you ask of me that's from Edelman Moses with veiled vision. Uh, Page 11. Contradictions of which every human being should be ashamed are attributed to the being which should be considered the highest and which humanity is obliged to accept as eternal truth. Contradictions and lies already begin in that the holy books are traced back to times and people who loudly protests against them. As for the people, they cannot protest because they never existed. Edelman embarrasses those honest men who are supposed to have written the books with so many lies found today in mounds in our Bibles only. Quote, I cannot let that happen even once, says Lich Lieb let alone that I should allow things be attached to the spirit of truth, which no honest man would tolerate. And that's from the same source above, Vell Vision, page 42. The critic, one says, lacks the, quote, sense for truth, unquote, who, however, is more intensely enthusiastic about the truth. Quote, I ask you, according to your conscience who behaves more respectfully and more carefully before the glory of his god the one who refuses to recognize as a work of god's spirit such a book that seems so suspicious to him or the one who without any doubt of those famous and frequently self-contradicting stories forces falsehood to it upon the spirit of truth? and that's from Edelman from Moses with Veil vision chapter 10 page 43 up to now fear and it's justified and it is a justified fear has defended its support of religion it is a fear that in the end there will not be anything in the chimerical objects of the religion's of this fantastic caricature of humanity. It is the insanity of fear that humanity itself would die if it gives up the chimera and gets to know itself. In this way, the Bible had fear and helplessness to thank for its recognition. A person at first did not believe his eyes when he found characteristics the Bible that suggests everything with it may not be completely right, as the characteristics became more suspicious. His fear helped the Bible to eke out of an existence for still some time, fearing that he would lose everything if he were to love that, quote, absolute and only classical book, to quote, the pretense that the Holy Spirit would have dictated the Bible in its minutiae to the holy writers is nothing more uh, than a dreadful hobgoblin, with which the dearest Bible worshippers up until now made people fear. It is a useless gargoyle that always gets in the way of people whom the living God would like to get to know, so they cannot find him. Pages 115 116. Souls who have become adult and attained a more mature understanding, must no longer fear this holy demon as small children fear the Boogeyman. Instead, they will confront him with open eyes and with confident mind and soon see how he takes to his heels and reveals his powerlessness the good, Mr. Edelman was not yet able to do that. Instead, he still stands far away like those children who gradually begin to notice that indeed all may not be quite real with the boogeyman, yet who do not dare to approach him, but rather discover in their comrades, all kinds of nervous attributes following their jumpiness, although they are usually not as jumpy as other rabbits, for which reason they struggle to come up to their full bravado. Fear in religious consciousness will ultimately become a fear of hell at all costs. The Bible should exclusively and solely be accepted as a document of true spirit. And we will end there on that true bottom of page 43. We'll pick up on 44 on the next reading. I do hope you've enjoyed listening to this book be read to you. Um, the book by Bruno Bauer in 1843 subsequently collected and destroyed as soon as it came off the book uh, Publishers' printing press, except one copy, sort of, kind of slipped away, and that's what we have today. Um, this book is very expensive. You want to go buy it yourself on Amazon, and I do appreciate any kind of donation or assistance in this project. If you would like to contribute, please send an email to the PayPal uh, portal found on this podcast homepage and that is the click here or rather click here podcast at protonmail.com to do appreciate your support this is our demo and we'll see you on the next reading until then have a wonderful time here